is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Oh my God. Thank fucking God we're fucking back. Hello, hello, hello. We are back again for another episode of Call Her Daddy. Finally, finally, the moment we've all been waiting for a solo episode. I missed you. Hi. I feel like it's been so long since we just like sat down, had a little chat, spilled a little tea. You guys listened last week to the Julia Fox interview, but now I'm going to take you guys behind the scenes, kind of like a vlog style, and you're going to hear the hilarious shit that was going on in my life on that trip in New York two weeks ago. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. And it didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and to understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear. Well, gather around, Daddy Gang, Saks.com. You're going to find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. I'm going to take you guys behind the scenes, kind of like a vlog style, and you're going to hear the hilarious shit that was going on in my life on that trip in New York two weeks ago. Hello? Fuck. I'm about to podcast from bed. Bitches, work from home. 
Sunday morning rain is for me. I've been awake for a while now. Um, hi guys. I'm currently laying in my hotel room in New York City, but let's rewind. I flew to New York last Sunday, okay? But on Saturday night, I got so belligerent, not on purpose, but my boyfriend and I had been meaning to go out with this couple for a long time. And we just, it's one of those that you just keep trying to get on the books. And it never gets on the books because I don't even fucking own a book. So we kept trying to go to dinner with this couple. The guy in the relationship, I used to have a poster of his face on my wall in middle school and high school. And you were obsessed with him too. And you still are obsessed with him. So we go to dinner with this couple and it was so fun. We have so much fun. We're drinking. They bring two other friends and it's just like a big group of people and we are raging our faces off. And one thing leads to another and I was drinking tequila on the rocks, Casamigos Reposado on the rocks. My boyfriend has turned me into a full alcoholic. Before I met him, something on the rocks to me, I was like, that sounds really hard to ingest and consume I definitely was like throwing a splash of fucking crayon or soda or tonic and now I'm just going for the hard stuff I start drinking we get hammered but this is Saturday night and I have to get up at 5 a.m in the morning to get on my flight to New York City that's probably the worst damage you can ever do to yourself and the worst situation you could put yourself in is being hung over on a five plus hour flight I was blackout I don't even remember getting home I think I like half packed and then I wake up in the morning to the sound of my alarm I'm sobbing I'm like oh my god I can't do this like I need to push my flight back like this is it's not in the cards like it's not in the cards for me to get on a flight right now I'm still drunk my boyfriend is such a trooper. He pushes me out the door. He says, Asa Luego, motherfucker, get on your flight. You got business to do. And usually, I'm a Delta gal. But this time, I don't know whose idea it was because I'm not going to throw you under the bus. You know who you are. My assistant and I were talking and even some of my other employees, they were like, I'm pretty sure JetBlue's bed laying seats or whatever in their airplanes are like, really really like new and good and I'm like no nothing can be better than Delta so I get on JetBlue and I can already tell I don't fuck with it it's a little mustier than Delta the whole situation I don't even want to fucking go through it because it's just gonna make me mad again so we land on the tarmac New York I sit on the tarmac for two hours And I really wanted to go and get to my hotel room that night. One, because I was so fucking exhausted and I still felt my hangover. But the other part was I wanted to get back to my hotel room because the Rams were playing the 49ers. If the Rams won this game, then I'll go to the Super Bowl, which would be fucking cool. I've never been to a Super Bowl. And like going to a bar in New York City, it's fun, you know, and watching a game. So I'm on the tarmac. That's not looking fucking promising for me to get to the fucking game at the bar. Finally, we get off. I'm ready to fucking lose my shit. And I go down to baggage claim. I felt less alone because Nikki Hilton was on my flight. And people were like, Nikki Hilton flies private. Nikki Hilton was not on your flight. Yes, she was because she was holding a bag with the initials NH and I saw her face because she pulled her mask down to take a sip of water and it's Nikki Hilton, which I was like, respect. Alex, you're a multimillionaire. Why don't you just fly on a private plane? Because I'm not a fucking idiot. 
When you see these influencers taking these private planes, half of these influencers that you see flexing with these private planes will be broke by 35. Do you guys remember when I talked about it? I was like, I've never been on a private plane my whole life. Shocking. I know I never fucked to get on one. It's not that I didn't try, you know, it just it just never happened. And so I got myself a private plane for my birthday when I went to Vegas with all my friends. And I remember when the plane landed and everyone was like, whoa, that was so fun. And then afterwards, my brother was kind of looking at me and he was like, how was it? Like, did you have fun? And I just looked at him and I was like, that was the biggest waste of fucking money I've ever fucking spent in my entire life. I will never fucking do that again. Totally happy I did it. On, I wouldn't take it back. I'm so happy I did it. I'm so happy I balled out for myself. But when I tell you it is the dumbest, it's, it's all for a flex. Like the people, this is it. The people that go on private planes and that will not be broke are the people that you don't even know they're on private planes because they don't feel the need to post about it because it's as if they're getting in their fucking car. It's that casual for them because they're a fucking billionaire. The people that are posting, that are influencers, that are going... And again, it's one thing if they're like getting to go for free. I know people that are paying for these private jets to go everywhere. Cabo, Vegas, they will be broke. Let me be so clear. I've got a fucking retirement plan okay it's when people are like why don't you fly private because I'm not a fucking moron when it comes to my money so Nikki Hilton takes her bag and she plops her ass down and is just sitting on her bag in baggage claim celebrities they're just like us it's just cool to see people that are like that come from that wealth and yes she see she's flying fucking economy go fuck yourselves so we're all sitting there in baggage claim People were literally screaming, crying. People were exhausted. Like it was getting awful. Let me read you the headline that came out the next day. Flightmare. <laughs> Hundreds stuck at JFK. Foiled flyers urinate on seats having panic attacks. Chaos erupted at JFK's airport Sunday night after hundreds of jet blue passengers were stranded on the tarmac for hours (laughs) hello I would like to go on record and say I was one of those people but I can proudly say that I did not urinate I shit you not I will never be flying JetBlue again hundreds of fucking planes people just waiting on the tarmac for hours everyone was just getting royally fucked I love talking about flying. I love talking about the airlines. Listen to me, daddy gang, right now in the state of the world, if you are getting on a fucking airplane and if you can fuck for a first class ticket, people have always asked me advice of like, Alex, how do you get guys to pay for your flights in the past? And I'm going to give you my go to be aggressive okay taking you back to my mindset when I was younger I was like I gotta start advocating for myself okay I was looking at it and I'm like these motherfuckers making so much money this motherfucker should be flying me first fucking class so I started like saying that in my text messages the guy would be like oh my god come stay with me sorry I'm going all over the fucking place today how I would get these flights is the guys would be like oh my god come visit me in Milwaukee (laughs) I'd be like yeah totally let me know when you're looking at flights and like send me a few options and I'll tell you what works best for me. (laughs) That is what you're going to write. 
when the guy is like, yes, I'm so excited. And you're like, yes, let's do it. You verbatim write, send me flight options and I will let you know which works for my schedule. Can't wait. Smiley face. Boom. You are putting it on them. These men with these egos, it doesn't have to be a fucking athlete. Any guy that makes a lot of fucking money, they now have to decide if they are going to have the balls to step the fuck up and pay for your flight. What are they going to say? Oh, oh, no, I, I can't pay for this. That's what I always felt. And I remember I got feedback from some guys afterwards being like, no, you were ballsy. Like you just put it out there. And I, what was I going to do? Be like, no, I knew you were in college. You didn't have the fucking funds. Like, no shit. I'm not going to make you pay for it. But being aggressive in those moments sometimes throws guys off and they're like, whoa. And then the next time he won't even fucking ask. He'll just send you a screenshot of a couple Delta options. I'm going to go eat. I just ordered a pliable. Love that for me. I have a big day tomorrow. I'm interviewing Julia Fox, which should be very, very interesting. But I will jump back on tomorrow and I will update you guys on how the interview went behind the scenes. (laughs) Hey, guys. So I'm currently sitting at brunch. So I'm recording into my phone. I'm going to give you guys an update on my trip to New York right now. So it is Wednesday. And I am sitting in the lobby. I have a herniated disc in my back. (laughs) So (laughs) after the Julia Fox interview, she said, wait, how long are you in town? And I said, oh, I'm here till like Friday. And she was like, oh my God, you should come to my birthday party at Lucienne. It's going to be a dinner. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, that would be so much fun. Cool. And she was like, can I get your number? And I was like, yes, of course. I give her my number. She texts me perfect she walks out the door (laughs) and I never heard from her again (laughs) okay so that was on Monday okay daddy gang it is now Wednesday and it is the morning of when I'm supposedly going to her party now if you got invited to Julia Fox's birthday party and you know Kanye West is going to be there and you know all these who fucking Madonna could be there you're going to plan an outfit right you're going to make sure you get hair and makeup ready nails done I'm not going to wear sweatpants. And so I start calling all the calls and I'm like, hey, can you get me this outfit? I'm shopping. I'm at Prada. Alex is not going to show up in her little Aritzia or Ann Taylor getup. Kanye's like, oh, like, where is this from? I'm like, it's Aritzia, fall 2021. So I'm like, I need to step up my game. So I'm at fucking, I'm at Prada and I try on these like swishy cool pants I'm trying to channel Bella Hadid. I don't know what I'm fucking doing. And I tried them on and I'm like, yes, these are going to look incredible. And then I ask if I can get them tailored. Okay. I wake up this morning. It is Julia's birthday. There is a chance this girl never texts me. It's her birthday. I'm sure she's getting, you know, Madonna's texting her. I actually just saw on her Instagram story, she got a car. Like life is really going well for her. And I'm sitting here with my herniated disc waiting for a text. Now, I want to know what you would do. Ready? If someone looked at you and said, you should come to my birthday party. It's at Lucienne on Wednesday night. Here, can I have your number? You are like, okay, you got the invite. But I refuse to just roll up to Lucienne tonight by my fucking lonesome in my 
tailored piranha pants and be like waving outside like julia julia and i'm like one with the fans that are looking in and she's like i don't know who that is security i got the verbal invite but i am not going to go and just show up at lucienne without an actual written follow-up secondary invite would you just show up and go or would you wait for another text so i texted this morning obviously happy birthday and i was like let me know what time tonight anyways that's my predicament right now i'm i'm really unsure what's gonna happen but the gist is this is an opportunity to podcast about so i guess i am doing this for work julia's like um alex why do you keep taking your microphone out at the table I'm like sorry i'm just here to podcast i wanted to go because i thought it'd be it would make for a great mini it would entertain you guys but now i mean i guess single-handedly this may be even more entertaining if i get stood up by julia fucking fox and i get disinvited somehow to the birthday maybe she just isn't a good texter <laughs> do i show up to lucien tonight i'm not a fucking social moron my anxiety it wouldn't even allow me to get my nails painted in preparation unless by like five o'clock i get a text message so five o'clock i think is the deadline would anyone be interested in buying a pair of prada pants let me know (laughs) overall the anxiety is low but the uncertainty is high it's 10 59 a.m i texted her about let's check when i texted her <clears throat> i texted her at 8 54 so two hours ago this morning uh saw she's posting on instagram <laughs> but again we could hope that it's an assistant reposting you know what i mean she could also be already in hair and makeup that eyeliner it's the whole day process the possibilities are endless it probably says in my contact it's coming up as maybe alex cooper <laughs> Julia, it's me. Anyways, I'll keep you guys updated. Okay, bye. Dude, wait, guys. Okay, <laughs> fucking god, I'm late. I'm sitting here still talking about it, and I was like, oh my god, like I just tried on my outfit, and it's so cute. It's a great outfit chrome hearts jeans vivian westwood corset my tits look incredible um if someone doesn't want to be friends with you why would you want to be friends with them say it with me everyone but really alex say it to your fucking self i'm realizing i may have to switch up my catchphrase because i'm not gonna listen to that right now i'm going i am i'm about to do my interview also with this woman who like is like such like a motivational speaker and i'm gonna turn the entire interview she's about to sit down and be like before we get into um, helping the daddy gang i need some advice what would you say to someone that's feeling like a little bit down because they got invited to a birthday party verbally but they never got the text confirmation so then they're kind of like on edge about whether they should show up or not like what would you say and she's probably gonna look at me and say i wouldn't go you know like if you don't hear from them again and i'm gonna be like yeah but couldn't we bend the rule please also just because i just saw my outfit and it's fire it's really cute i want to wear it and i just said to my producer well if i get stood up tonight like at least we can hang and she looked at me and she was like no you got me a reservation at carbona i'm going with my friend so i'm gonna be literally fucking by myself and eileen i texted eileen eileen was like out of commission because she was like had something go- i have no one to hang out with so i will be in my bed getting high watching her stories 
<laughs> I'm gonna be like just sitting refreshing her page just watching what I'm fucking missing okay bye this is the general consensus so far. Also, last time I talked to you guys, it was like 10 something. It's now just 11. Like nothing has, we, nothing's really shifted. I'm just having all these thought processes. I'm leaning towards, I'm not going. <laughs> it's um, 1146 now. I'm now realizing I may not be going. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not going to triple text her. Double text. This is my seventh one. I will knock it off after seven. It's going to be one for the ages either way i either got ghosted by julia fox <laughs> or i get to go to the birthday party <gasps> should i bring a gift i love how i'm thinking about a gift bitch you weren't invited <laughs> anyways the next text i'm gonna send her is a selfie of me in my outfit being like is this like kind of the vibe of tonight <laughs> i literally send her an outfit pic like at five o'clock and i'm like is this the vibe or are you going like more dressed up <laughs> guys Life is humbling. Be grateful for your blessings. <laughs> I have to go do an interview with my motivational speaker. Uh, talk soon. Maybe I'll have a different outlook after I do this interview. I'll come back on after. Okay. The interview ended. I'm about to look at my phone. Let's see if she texted me. No. <laughs> no text. Okay, guys. It's fine. I had a great interview. I... It's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's 2.25, no text, goodbye. Um, what's that? I'm, I, you know how I always do the New York? Now what do I do for LA? Ooh, a little Miley. Hopped off the plane at LAX. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. California girls were unforgettable. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Really? Ah! Um, guys, I'm back in LA and I am here to confirm that I did not go to the birthday party. I remain Birkinless. Julia went to Lucienne without me, but they all went. It did in fact happen. And I was in fact ghosted by Julia Fox. My biggest takeaway from all of this is it would have been fun. It would have been fun to get a Birkin. Maybe I would have had Kanye sign it. Yay. Sorry. Yay. Sign it. But I have an episode for you fuckers. So be grateful. But the reason I didn't go to the birthday party, aside from her never texting me, I have self-awareness. Okay. I have self-awareness. And even though I know I'm going to get some DMs from the assholes being like, you're a fucking loser. It may be even funnier that I didn't go. But I also want to confirm if I did get that text at 10 p.m., I absolutely would have gotten it together and head over to Lucienne, put on my latex and showed the fuck up. This is true. But again, what is also true is I have self-awareness. A verbal invite, folks, is not enough. And a follow-up text is 100% mandatory. I would, I would firm, uh, firmly, uh, officially, I would like to clear my name though. When I was back in LA and I released the episode, Julia did DM me. She slid in the DMs and she thanked me for having her on the show. So you know what? Shout out Julia. Sorry about the breakup. Wish you both the best. So let's really now kind of sit back, relax and, and have a reflection moment. A little retrospective like, oh, that's a really good takeaway. There's always a good takeaway. You get cheated on. Takeaway, you wake up from a night of drinking and realize you send your ex 58 texts. 
takeaway. There's always going to be a takeaway. So today's lesson, self-awareness. At any point while listening to me spiral throughout this episode, I want you to think to yourself, did you ever think, Alex, just go. Alex, go to the fucking party. Yes, she technically isn't texting you back and she's quote unquote ghosting you, but you got the verbal invite. You know where the party is. She's the one that asked for your phone number. She's the one that texted you first. She said, come to my party at Lucy Yen. Just show up. Just go. And what I would say that is absolutely not. If that thought ran through your mind at any point listening to this episode, then you absolutely need to sit the fuck down and listen the fuck up because you need a lesson in self-awareness. So how do we get more self-aware? Here's an example. Maybe you've been noticing that within your larger group of girlfriends, there will sometimes be smaller hangouts that are going on that you're not invited to. Or you keep having to be the one to reach out to your friends and they're really never the ones like actively inviting you. You have to be like, hey guys, what are you doing? Like, what are, where are we going? And they're never texting you. There is a huge chance that these friends are not wanting to actively invite you, sadly, because you lack self-awareness. And no one wants to hang out with someone who isn't self-aware. Here's what your friends are probably thinking. She's always talking over everyone. It's so fucking annoying. Or she never asks us about our lives. She's always just talking about herself. She acts like she's in on the joke that she wasn't even there for. Why is she laughing? She doesn't even know what we're talking about. She's like not even paying attention. That's not funny. You don't even know what we're talking about. She hijacks conversations. She brings something up that makes someone uncomfortable and she doesn't even realize it and she keeps going. All of these examples are what society would deem as someone who is not able to read a room, aka someone who is not self-aware. The good news is self-awareness can be improved. Basically, it's like be in fucking tune with your emotions and then you will eventually become self-aware. How do you do this? Example, maybe you're feeling like super fucking anxious that you you're not like close to the girls in the group. All these girls have been friends since childhood. You're kind of a new girl in your 20s that has entered this friend group and you're feeling insecure that you're not as close with these girls. If you're not in touch with your emotions, in this case, feeling insecure and as a result, probably anxious, it's going to be harder to navigate social situations. When you're anxious and insecure, maybe you personally have a tendency to ramble. You get loud as fuck. You're word vomiting all over the party. You're being annoying and no one is going to want to hang out with you. But someone that's self-aware in this situation would be aware of their insecurity and know in these situations, I have a tendency to not shut the fuck up. So I'm going to make sure I check myself and not do that today, whether that's at the pregame, the dinner, the girls drinks, whatever it is. So step one towards gaining self-awareness, force yourself to acknowledge how you're feeling in any given moment. So Now we're in touch with our emotions. Love that. But self-awareness is a two-way street. 
So step two, be aware of how your words and your actions are being received by other people, aka what the fuck is the homie across from you doing while you're talking? I have this thing about self-awareness. There are conversations to be had with just your parents. You can brag to your mom. You can talk about it for 12 fucking hours on the phone to her. And then there are conversations for public consumption. Okay. And if you're not able to differentiate that, you're not self-aware. If you're going to a fucking brunch with your friend who is making way less fucking money than you and you show up and you're bragging about your trip to Ibiza and she's kind of just like lightly nodding her head. Oh, I'm so happy you had a good time. And then, you know, she hasn't been on a fucking vacation for five fucking years and she's like, shut your mouth. But again, self-awareness is if your friend's like, bitch, I want to hear everything. I want to live through you. Yes proceed to show her your amazing photos. She's interested. But if you've already posted 14 photos from Ibiza on Instagram, you need to be self-aware enough to know she saw them and she's not asking about them because she doesn't want to talk about it. So neither should you. You have to look at the nonverbal and the verbal cues. And when I say that, it's like, okay, picture yourself sitting there. You bring something up about your boyfriend and your friend is fucking single. Johnny does this. Johnny does that. Johnny and I love. We're going to get a house. We're going to do this. And then slowly throughout the conversation, you're so wrapped up in your own shit that you are not recognizing that your friend is over there sipping her drink and hasn't said a word for 10 fucking minutes. And that's the point. I'm saying conversation. Are you giving the person across from you the chance to even being in the conversation? The truth is, is we are all wrapped up in our own shit. That's a fact. And so you need to be self-aware enough to recognize half the time that you're going to say something out loud, no one gives a fuck. Literally no one gives a fuck, but your fucking mother. You know, that's why when you're so desperate, you're like, I need to tell someone, you're like, fine, I'll call my mom. Your mom will sit on the phone with you for three hours, listening, go ahead, sweetie. She's like having the time of her life that you're finally calling her. And I'm saying mom, because that's it for me, but maybe it's your dad, maybe it's your aunt, maybe it's your sister, your brother, whatever it is for you. This is also maybe one of the biggest points of someone that is self-aware when you're at dinner, when you're at coffee, when you're on a date, are you asking the other person questions? If the answer is no, that's not a great sign. That is a lack of self-awareness recognizing, hey, there's two people engaging in this conversation or there's six people at the table and you haven't asked one person how their weekend was or how their fucking Christmas break was. If you're not asking questions, there's a fucking problem. So next time you're going out, ask yourself these questions. How do I act in social situations? How do people react to me? Do I find myself being greeted with enthusiasm? Do people include me in group activities or avoid me? All of these questions will give you cues about your attitude and the room that you have to improve your self-awareness. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is 
I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden, I see I have been paying this subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time-consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with Matt's, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Not sure if you're all aware, but the Super Bowl was last weekend, and it was in L.A. I partied, I went to the game, and you're about to hear me tell you all about it. Enjoy. Hello, Daddy Yang. I am in my bed, naked vulnerable you know when you wake up and you still have a wristband on from the night before that like of somewhere you went what is this like I don't remember going there (laughs) so last night Cassie and I were pre-gaming and getting ready together if you guys remember I had Cassie David on the show she's funny by association of her father Larry David (laughs) just kidding Cassie's gonna be like fuck you It's currently Super Bowl weekend, and it was Friday night. We're like, let's go out to this party. My outfit was very sexy. Recently, all I've been wearing is sweatpants 
or and I love you daddy gang because you'll call me out for like a little stint there in like any photo shoot I was doing any press I was doing I've been wearing suits like blazers like matching top and bottom blazers is that yeah suits and finally someone fucking commented hey Alex like I love you you're such a businesswoman rah rah go girl enough with the blazers and the suit <laughs> she's like you're not 40 like you gotta embrace like being youthful right now stop fucking wearing blazers so kazzy comes over the plan was i forget what the party was called but it was getting called two different things one it was like the justin bieber party and slash revolve party there's this thing where like revolve throws these huge parties if you guys have never been to one neither have i i've avoided them like the plague for the most part this is how it works what i've been told is they send you a revolve outfit and then you have these social requirements like you're gonna get to wear the outfit and you get to go to the event but you have to post 17 instagram (laughs) stories and blah, blah 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 so you have like social media requirements the Justin Bieber part sounds fun. He's going to perform. Cassie does not want to go to this party. She's like, this does not sound fun to me. Let's just go to this party for a little bit. And then we're going to go to this house party that she wanted to go to. And I was like, totally fair. The reason that I wanted to go to this party was because there was a couple people that I wanted to see there that may potentially come on the podcast and use it kind of just like as a network opportunity. So we show up. I don't know if you guys know what the Pacific Design Center is. I didn't either. But you walk into this thing and it's literally you're in like a terminal. Like I was like, ooh, we're in Terminal A. No one's flying anywhere. Not to get anyone confused because I know I'm doing a fucking shit job of explaining this. But it was such a huge place. It looked like a fucking airport terminal. I was there for a total of 10 minutes. I think I saw every single human being that's ever been on The Bachelor and I, I think I saw every outfit I've ever seen on Revolve, which was good. It was almost like an in-person shopping opportunity. Anyway, so Kazzy and I are like, we got to go to the bathroom. And we jet out of there. We go to this other party, and it's a really different vibe. Like, this is like a mansion in the hills kind of party. I walk in. One of the, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this in Hollywood to, like, say who you saw at a party. Don't care. I saw Emily Ratajkowski, which was very fun. She was with her husband. That was nice to see them. Rob Pattinson. It was actually nice to like get to see Emily because after we had podcasted, we'd be like, oh, yes, we should hang out after. But obviously she lives in New York and it was nice to reconnect. Kristen Stewart was there. Who else was there? Paris Jackson. Stassi Baby. Um, who else was there? Why would someone be mowing the lawn on a Saturday morning? I saw, I will admit, like, I think one TikToker that was a little scary. So we get fucked up out of our minds at this house party. Fucking hammered. Sober to blackout real fucking quick. I don't know. Post-pandemic reintegration in the world. It's, like, exciting, but also I have social anxiety. So anyways, I went to two events this week because my New Year's resolution was two things. Number one, well, that's, I already fucked that up. My New Year's resolution was that I was going to at least try to work out once a week and just start moving my body in any capacity. 
I made this resolution in Hawaii. My boyfriend, like, we were sitting on the beach. And my boyfriend and I were like, let's come up with our New Year's resolutions. These were my two. Number one was to work out once a week. The minute I got back from Hawaii, it was game time. I have not worked out. That was number one. Number two was to put myself out there more socially this year. And so this week, I've done that. Overall, right now, it's a Saturday morning. I have no idea where my boyfriend is. I came in pretty drunk last night. So today, I'm going to try to hang out with my child. His name is Henry. And then on Sunday, I am going to the Super Bowl. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Oh, you know who's playing in the Super Bowl is the Rams. And they're playing the Bengals. And I have a really interesting story about the Bengals. So this is, I don't know if I'm going to want to, maybe I'll want to podcast with this with like a microphone because this is like a pretty wild story. So back in the day, right after Slim Shady and I broke up, it was the biggest breakup moment. What I've alluded to with like the trash bags and the texting of the parents and like it got really bad. And so I moved into a new apartment after we broke up. And so I started talking to this guy on the bangles and immediately was kind of just like, you know, like when you're fresh off a breakup and like, you're like, fuck it. Like I need attention. And like, you can either go ghost, like you can either talk to no one or you start just talking to everyone and like trying to take your mind off it, which is like now in hindsight, like I was just trying to numb the pain, but like, whatever, like I just like wanted a guy to talk to because you go from living with someone, talking to someone every day. You're like, okay, I'm just going to fucking start talking to whoever I can fucking find. And so I start talking to this bangles guy and I will be honest, things turn sexual quickly, like sending nudes back and forth sexting it was one of those relationships like sexually just like keeping each other afloat because he had also recently broken up with his girlfriend okay so we are talking turns out that this bangles player and i really will never know the true story this bangles guy apparently had a girlfriend that thought that they were still dating now that was my understanding they probably were still dating now knowing how these athletes move but from my understanding he was like we're broken up and I mean like she still we're trying to figure it out basically like we're broken up but like who knows and like whatever and I was like okay cool like here's a pussy pick <laughs> so we're sexting and I guess his ex-girlfriend or current current girlfriend clearly unknown goes over to his house and goes through his iPad while he was away. And he ended up saying, like, she still had keys to my house. I'm like, I think this is probably your girlfriend. But I get it if you're, like, on and off and, like, whatever. So she goes through his iPad and finds my naked photos. (laughs) Lovely blackmail. And so apparently this girl also played college soccer. And then this is what she decided to do. Instead of realizing, oh, hey, I'm reading through these text messages and my boyfriend, if that was clear, or my ex, whatever, is sexting Alex Cooper, that's probably on your boyfriend because from my understanding, like, he literally said you guys are fully broken up, okay? And the only reason I knew they were dating is because there was still a photo of her on his Instagram way down. And I was like, oh, you still got a girlfriend? Like, I was joking. And he was like, no, that's like my ex. Like, we had a long history. 
we broke up, but, like, she gets really upset. So I'm kind of, like, waning off of deleting pictures with her. This is why you know men are so trash. Like, he's probably still fully dating her, but this is what he was telling me. I'm off a breakup. Like, I'm not fucking doing hardcore investigating. I asked why. I I did my dues. I asked, is that your girlfriend? He said, no. They never post anything together. She hadn't been posting with him. I was like, okay. So she finds my naked titty pics on, on his iPad. Instead of confronting her boyfriend or even DMing me, being like, hey, girl, that's my boyfriend. She decides to slide into Slim Shady's DMs. This girl finds out that her boyfriend and I are sexting and fucking DMs my ex-boyfriend at the time, thinking we're still dating, and DMs him and goes, hey, are you dating Alex Cooper? Interesting enough, her nudes are in my boyfriend's text messages. (laughs) As we go on. (laughs) So guess what Slim Shady does? Slim Shady, instead of being like, oh, well, we're broken up. She can do whatever the fuck she wants because we're broken up because I was doing that with my nutritionist. I was sending her my little wiener. Like, that's why we broke up. I cheated. Okay. Instead of doing that be like, no, we're broken up. He begins to not only message her back being like, wow, no, we did just break up. But like, she's a shady human. Like, you should come visit me in Dallas. <laughs> then the two of them start shadily conspiring and being like, let's get back at them and hook up together. And so the Bengals player calls me and is like, hey, my, my crazy ex is actually now in cahoots with your fucking ex. And my crazy ex is calling me, screaming, crying, but she's saying she may go to Dallas to get revenge, but I know she'll never do that, blah, 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 blah. Okay, it gets worse. So they're doing that. I then get a screenshot from my mom and my brother that Slim Shady put my mom and my brother in a group chat and says, I was right. I'm so happy we broke up. Your sister and your daughter is such a fucking whore. She's already sending nudes to bleep a football player. So I'm broken up with this guy. He cheated on me. And now he finds out I've moved on and I'm talking to a new guy. And he decides to put my family in a fucking group chat and tell them that I'm sending fucking nudes to this fucking dude. Even though he was doing that while we were dating. Bro, we're broken up. There's no loyalty anymore. I'm allowed to go fuck someone in front of your fucking family if I wanted to. My brother almost lost his fucking mind and I think he was ready to get in. I don't know what he was ready to do, but like it was, he was so fucking upset because I'm sorry. If you get a fucking message from someone like that, your like sister is sending nudes. Like that's not what you want to hear. Okay. And they were like, is this true? And I was like, no, he's just drama. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to tell my brother that I'm fucking sending a football player some nudes. What ended up happening is I text some shady and I was like, You are the saddest excuse for a human being. Like, bro, we broke up. You're pissed at me for doing what you did while we were in a committed relationship. Ooh, it stings. And then he blocks me. And then he starts emailing me about how I'm a slut. And I'm like, we are broken up. Ends up, the Bengals player and I continue to just kind of talk. 
And it's always so sad with these dudes because they always go on about like, you know, like our sex life isn't good. And like, I, I, it's just like, it's just not who I want. They're married. <laughs> Daddy gang. I eventually stopped talking to him because I met him in person and like literally no shade to him. I just realized I wasn't really actually attracted to him. It's like, oh, you send him the nudes, Alex, and then you meet him in person and then you decide you're not attracted to him. Really cute guy. Just like physically wasn't. I don't know. The connection just, like, wasn't there. You know, you can just tell, you know. Um, A few months later, they got back together, and they are now married. And then I went on my Instagram the other day because I was like, oh, my God, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. (laughs) I wonder what he's up to. Like, maybe I'll see him on the field. He's fully married with that girl. They got married. They ended up getting married, the one that he was fully bitching about how awful their sex life is. And they have a child. You know, life takes a course. Life takes a course. Life takes an angle. The point is, is that the Bengals are playing the Rams in the Super Bowl, and I'm going. Hey, guys, it's Alex. I'm at the Super Bowl. The big takeaway from the Super Bowl is that I am sexually attracted to Eminem. Bye. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today.